Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Digging It with Eric Ritchie. So glad that you're with us. We've got a lot to get to once again. Club volleyball, coaching news, a couple of guests that you're not going to want to miss. Our guest today, we'll talk to you in just a minute. We'll start with Ben Cazetta, a longtime college coach and club director currently at Cajun Elite in the Lafayette area. We will join Coach Ben in just a bit to talk about uh, the amazing job that they have done with Cajun Elite and the background that Coach Ben has, college coaching all over the place and what he can tell potential recruits as well. He does a fabulous job on that front. And if you've noticed, there's a new volleyball scene out there in the social media club and beach volleyball. We're talking about 2D volleyball. We're going to go to Ruston, Louisiana and join Reese Altman, who is the marketing director and the guy that's really been behind the, the 2D volleyball. Want to find out some of the events that they have coming up, both club and indoor and uh, or both club indoor and beach. And they just had their first tournament uh, as well. So we're going to talk about that. <clears throat> but first, let's get to some, some news around the volleyball community. And it starts with some coaching news. Right after we did the show last week, we found out that one of our former guests here on Digging It with uh, Eric Ritchie, talking about Allison Didier Leak is now the head coach at Parkview Baptist. Of course, uh, Coach Allison has been the assistant at Parkview, Parkview Baptist for the past two seasons. Before that, 15 years as the head coach at St. Amant, not to mention the shirt that you see her wearing in that picture there, Ignite, the club team that she has started. She actually coached her 15s last year to the furthest finish of any team in Louisiana at nationals where they finished her 15s finished fifth at AAU nationals in Orlando. Of course, she replaces Becky Madden, who's been the coach at Parkview Baptist for the past 14 years. She's been a coach for 35 years. She's a Purdue grad. So you know that the digging it and VSN people, we love her, but she retires after 35 years of coaching 14 of which we said as the head coach of Parkview Baptist all 14 of those years, she led them to 20-plus victories as well as seven district titles. So congratulations to both Coach Allison and good luck and congratulations on an unbelievable coaching career for Becky Madden. Now, let's talk about some club teams. Of course, we had Julie Ibietta on of NOLA Volleyball last week. Well, she was telling us about those eight teams, uh, and they went to Lone Star this past weekend, and guess what? They've already got their bid for nationals. That's right. There they are with Coach Julie in the mix as well. They went to the Adidas Lone Star Classic and took second place in the USA division. That means they've earned their bid already. Three tournament MVPs from last year in the high school scene are on this team. Ellie Schneider from Country Day, Cam Chatelier from Dominican, and Zion Nelson from Newman. This team is just loaded. Nola Savan, Ella Falavino, I could go on and on. Gabby Marcello, oh my gosh. It, Gigi, there's, you know, uh, Sophia. Oh my gosh, I could name the whole, t- whole team, but uh, tremendous job uh, there on the club scene for the NOLA 18s. Also, big tournament this past weekend in the local scene was the Blue Crab Tournament over on the West Bank. There are some of your winners uh, for the 10s. It was the Rise team uh, from Thibodeau Regional. In the middle, you see Coralie. That's their 12s 
holding the coveted blue crab king cake. And on the far right is a crew 16s. They were the winners over there in the blue crab tournament. Keep an eye and uh, keep watching over there. Addison Baglio, she's a middle for Ursuline, plays six rotations for that team. She is certainly one to watch. Great job by all three of those teams. And then one more shout out this week as well. Told you about Thibodeau Rise. Their their 10s were not the only team that took a first place. Look at this. That's Sandy Fusell and her team were her 14s. Coach Sandy, of course, the former Assumption coach, just recently uh, named to this latest class of the high school Hall of Fame, a well-deserved honor. We're going to have Coach Sandy on uh, here on the uh, the show here in the not-too-distant future. But congratulations goes out to all of those club teams. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our first guest. He's the Director of Player Development and the Recruiting Coordinator at Cajun Elite. We bring in Ben Cazetta. Coach Ben, a pleasure to bring you on this show. I knew I had to have you on with your uh, an unbelievable background of coaching and uh, on the college level and the recruiting and club di- director. You had to be on this show. So welcome to Digging It. How are how is everything going for you out in uh, in Lafayette? Really good, my friend. Really good. It's been a, it's been quite a journey, and the, the year has kicked off pretty good. So it's been it's been awesome. That's great. That's great. Now, look, I, I, I joked with you a little bit ago off camera about about uh, my notes. And there's so many things that I want to dive into. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I guess, first of all, and it's a question I ask a lot of our guests is, is how that volleyball bug first bit you? I know you're from Michigan. And yep. obviously, Big Ten country is huge with volleyball. Tell us a little bit about how it all started with you uh, even playing the sport. Yeah, I think it was it was a it was an accident. Um, my mom used to just put us in anything. Would would say, "Hey, you want to do this? Want to do that?" She ran the the local YMCA swim program and kind of like the the little kid leagues, and it was fun. So I I picked up volleyball. I was at like five and six years old, and just would play with a bunch of with a whole bunch of kids in our area. Uh, in high school, after swim practice, some of us would go and practice with the girls' volleyball team. We actually had two or three of these guys that played on like the, the pro beach tour that came out of our high school coming up to, and they were this guy named John Vestal and, and Jim Hildebrandt. And then there was a couple of tournaments, but there was these, they, they just played and they played in the Michigan, the, the which turns in the EDB EVP. Now they played on these semi pro tours. So we just picked up and started playing. And then when I went away to college, I played with the club program at the, up in Michigan and then at Michigan tech university for a little while came back and I'm home running a, Rec volleyball league, for the best I can say it, at a basketball place. <laughs> it, it was crazy. And that's how it started. And, and, and that's how it started. And I know you graduated from Eastern Michigan, but yep. and and you served as a, as an assistant coach with with Eastern Michigan for at least yep. one year. But before that, you are already developing. You know, you founded a club volleyball team in '98, Oxford Heat. Is that yep. correct? So so even before you graduate college, you're already you know your mind is spinning like man. I could develop a club here. I could coach. Tell me how it all began as far as developing clubs and coaching. That was, again, I would say this is all purely accidental. Now I can say that's part of God's plan. But then it was <laughs> yep, it was an accident. Yep. So I'm running that volleyball league. And this dad comes in and he says to me, hey, my daughter's 12. Can she play on your volleyball team? Because it was a sixes league. And me and me and this guy, Chad, and this one girl, Aaron, the three of us played three on six. 
And that's back when I was young and could still jump. It was it was weird. Um, but we would play three and six, and we'd win most times. It was, a, it was a really low level. It was a really rec league. The rec league thing was really just for fun. And I was like, no, you're a 12-year-old. She can't do this. No, I, I think she was actually like 10, but there was like a U12s program. So this guy, Dave Zanzias, he said, my, can my daughter Kristen play? I was like, well, fine, because Aaron was late. So come play with us today because you had to have a girl touch the ball with the co-ed rules. So he's sitting there, and he's like, hey. And I said to him, like, you run an AAU basketball for your other daughter. Why don't you run a volleyball for this one? He's like, nice. well, I might have enough kids. Last year we had a coach, and we didn't have enough kids. I don't really know. So totally, <laughs> totally facetiously, I said to him, like, oh, if you get enough kids, I'll, I'll help you coach it this year. I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> had no idea what was really going on. I, I, I went away and played at Michigan Tech as a freshman, but my, now I'm, I'm, I'm at home at the junior college. I'm just playing volleyball and just being a goofball, coaching track and coaching swimming. So I facetiously totally said it to him. The next week I, I'm running in because he came from a track meet and I come in, coming in late and I come around the corner. When I come around the corner, lo and behold, there's 12 little kids come run up to me. They're like, you're going to be our coach. And I literally looked and they go, <laughs> crap. Look what you got yourself into. Yeah. And now here you are almost three decades later, yeah, you've no developed kidding. more than one club. You're currently yeah. at Cajun Elite. I know I'm jumping past the story. I don't want to get into Cajun Elite yet. I want you to still tell your story. You know, I know you came here in 2017 to be an assistant a head coach at uh, the University of Louisiana Lafayette. But, man, you were a head coach at, at three different colleges, uh, you know, JUCO, Division One. Tell us about how it started. I think uh, Michigan at Mott, is that right, in JUCO? Yeah, Mott Community College was the first college job. There was a high school job for five seasons before that one. A um, couple years as JV, a couple years of varsity. And, again, God's funny, man. He has this plan. He moves you from one job to the next. At Mott Community College, I was there, and I really needed to learn more. Um, so I, that's why I went to Eastern Michigan. I had partially finished. I finished a, a general studies degree. I'm like, what good is that going to do me? I don't even tell people I finished it. But I had this general studies degree. What good is that going to do me? And the coach agreed. And she said, well, let's go finish a – let's get a real degree. So I went there, I finished my chemistry degree and then stayed for another year on as an assistant. So I was a volunteer assistant with her and then and, and some other stuff. But she was amazing. Still one of my good friends and one of my the best mentoring coaches. Even now I call her with issues and I'm just okay, how would you have handled this? How how could we have done this differently just to bring things up? Because she's a, a Hall of Famer, an All-American, just a, a an incredible coach. But yeah, so she grabs me and comes here. I'm there for two seasons ish i mean time kind of floats in and outs lake superior state called needed a head coach i went up there for a couple of seasons and i love that school it's not a school you can live on as a, as a head volleyball coach i'm like i need to learn more i want to do something different and then for people down here lake superior state is on the canadian border at the northernmost point in michigan Oh, we, cold. You think cold, it's cold, cold here now. <laughs> this isn't cold. I'm still in shorts and, and walking around in sandals. I mean, it, it, this is right. cold. That's a Michigan guy. Yes. So I literally moved from the Canadian border at the uppermost point in Michigan. Yep. To work to work for a guy named Terry Gamble, who was a head coach at McNeese because he won six national championships. And I was like, okay, you want me to come be your assistant? Let's go. So Lake Charles, here we come. And you yeah. did more club there, but yeah. just to wrap it up, I mean, I've got you at McNeese at 2013, Jacksonville State 2014, um, and I, I always pronounce this college wrong. Help me out here, Coach. Minot. 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 Yeah, I Minot. was going to say Minot. It's Minot State <laughs> in 2015. So, so 
And then you come here to UL at, in 2017 and you get hooked up with Cajun Elite. So I guess the college body of work, what were you like? What did you learn at each step as far as like, how did you develop in, into the, the, the great coach that you are now? I, I've been incredibly blessed to have these mentors, even as a JUCO coach, to have Mark Rosen, who just retired from Michigan type of thing. Having these from Kim Barrington to Terry Gamble to a ton of different people to be able to pour into me, to be able to take a little bit from each person. Yeah. And T Terry Gamble won national championships. So learning how to set a standard from him. Yeah. Kim Barrington watching the way she trains setters and, and do other stuff. That was a weaker point for me to be able to sit down and watch, watch way she, she did stuff. Mark Rosen, again, I, I got to watch him as a, as a, I would go in spring practices and just watch the, the, them practice and work at summer camps for years. And then just have these incredible people that were mentors that just spent their time with me. If I wanted to learn something, they weren't too big. They didn't have their, uh, oh, we're, we're too cool for you. And they were like, hey, come on in. And then even to come and work with Heather. Heather Mazetis at, at UL was fabulous. She yeah. was awesome. Yeah. So it was, it reached out to me. I need someone to come up and, and run the defense and, and work together and have just, just good people around the sport to be able to say, hey, let's work together and let's, let's find a way to get some of this stuff done. So I don't, I don't think there's any step of the process that I haven't learned something. Yeah. And um, some of them I learned what I don't want in a job. Some of them I learned what I do want in a job. And some of you learn what you get to be paid for. Some were great administrations and some were not so great administrations. But every place I can definitely tell you there'd be something I picked up everywhere I went. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And 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 the the story and the journey is is really part of the story. And so it's sometimes the yeah. best part of the story. So now that you're here, you've been here, you know, gosh, 26 years almost in, in down here in central Louisiana. Uh, again, the, the official title is director of player development and recruiting coordinator for Cajun elite. But, right. you know, I found out firsthand, you know, what a quality club it was. Um, God, I guess it was three years ago, back when when uh, my daughter's team played you guys uh, at a, at a tournament when they were uh, fourteen U's. Yeah, and it was our first Emma's uh, team's first loss, and I realized like, wow, look how cool they play. Their serve, receive, their defense. Because coming off the bus, it didn't look like you had you know a bunch of fourteen year old studs <laughs> until you started nope. playing. And we're in yeah. the finals. It went to three. It went to extra points, but. It, it set up a couple years worth of rivalry between Ignite and Cajun Elite. But tell me about your club and the emphasis that you put on those fundamentals, because, you know, now it's Coach Whalen and, and it's the same type of play. It is so hard to beat Cajun Elite. They're always right there in the finals in all the age brackets. I guess give us your philosophy at so Cajun we, Elite and what Coach Ewan Laurie and, you know, Coach uh, Terry, all you guys have done such a wonderful job. The biggest thing that I learned as a college coach going out and you go off and recruiting and you're in these mega gyms and you're in A5 and you're watching where they train or TAV and watch where they train and sports performance and juggernauts or I even spent a spring break of mine as a young coach out at, at a TCA in a club in California just watching how they train and what they put as their emphasis and what they do different. And I, again, you stole stuff. Yeah. Every coach, I developed Took it. a little steal bit. It. Absolutely. Yeah. Got it. The biggest thing that I stole from watching the A5s and watching the TAVs and everything else is it actually had a group of coaches that worked together. Literally last Thursday, I'm here in the gym and I'm looking around and I stopped and I stopped. And I sat there for about five minutes and one of the other coaches came over and said, hey, what do you, what, what's on your head? And I literally, I just had this big old grin and I almost got like choked up a little bit because I'm looking down the court 
and I've got a couple of our we've got a couple of our college kids that are middles at UL, and they're in the last court training middles. And then Waylon and, and Coach Mayer from 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 uh, over at Turnlings, I have two incredible setter trainers, just walking up the next three courts working with setters. I've got these three or four coaches that are walking up and down working on passing. And then I've got another court in the other – our fifth court where Coach Bo is just – and two, two other people are banging balls and just working on defense. And for that 45-minute section of practice, there was no team, which is a foreign concept for a lot of people here. The reason why I think if you look at our top teams all the way down, I've got a staff of people – it's not about me. I could. It's weird. They they laugh. They tell me what they want to work on in practice, and I take what they want in practice, and I make this crazy mess of a practice plan. It's not about me or any one of us individually. It's all about the group of kids in that training group. And every time you look in practice, everybody coaches everybody. You have yeah. a, a, a Chanel walks from team to team to team, just works with the middles as a as a former pro who played middle. Yeah, Wayland walks up and down and talks to every setter. So we have a standard of play a little bit. And the fact that a group of coaches that just want to coach kids and doesn't matter if it's their team or someone else's team, they just want to make sure everybody gets better. That's, that's the Cajun elite way, if you want to call it. Man, I love it. That is great stuff. And, and and I've seen it firsthand. And I know what you're talking about in that gym. I've seen you guys practice and it is a thing of beauty. And the results pay dividends. And I remember one time, you know, like, you know, that team that I alluded to earlier that we played in 14s and then you weren't coaching them in 15s, that same group. And you're like, you know, you know, we like to just change it up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I forget the, me- the the actual way you said it, but it was almost like it's white noise if the same coach just coaches the same Absolutely. group years and years and we switch it up and 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 then look at the unbelievable job Waylon's doing with that same group. And now you have eight teams. What, what other teams are you coaching? And tell us, um, you went to Lone Star with the eight yep. teams. You didn't have a full deck, right? A couple players out playing basketball. Absolutely. But, but you still had an unbelievable tournament at Lone Star. Tell us the teams that you're coaching this year and how they're doing off to the start of the club season. So I, I take I have our, one of our 15 teams and our 18 teams this year. Okay. Okay. Um, so those will be my two tournament teams, if you call it. But again, like okay. we say in practice, everybody coaches everything. And and, and the 18 teams was awesome. We. we didn't have our, one of our middles with us because she's a basketball kid and had a basketball game. One of our outsides, who's uh, just a stud from Beauchamp, she, she wasn't with us this, this weekend because she had a soccer game and it's senior night. So she came for the, the second day, but she would, she was definitely wasn't there the first day. But it was really cool just to see like a, a movable piece. Okay, she couldn't be here. Someone else got the opportunity to step up and go and play and go play the Giants in Texas and – even in the couple the couple matches we lost, we were right there. We went to three. It was competitive. We got after it and had a – I can't even take credit for all of that because I have Adam on the bench with me, and if you guys haven't met Adam, he's he's awesome. Yes. And calling serves and doing stuff, and we could both specialize in our area, him focusing on how to score, and I can focus on how to not let them score. It, it just uh, the teamwork of coaching, is, it, it was awesome. It was a – a really neat environment. If you haven't been to the 18s in Lone Star, it's in Austin. Austin's a lot of fun, but it's, a, it, it's just a competitive craziness. And the boys play, too. I'm going to be honest with you, watching the boys get out and play is just a fun thing. Our boys will be in that tournament next year. They're not ready yet, but they'll be in that tournament next year, I think. That's great. That's great. The second half of the title that we, we've mentioned a couple times, recruiting coordinator. And I know mm-hmm. that's very, very um, near and dear to your heart, so to speak. And I know Absolutely. you have, and I don't know if I'm supposed to go here, but college sports prep as well, uh, yep. part of what you do for recruiting. If you can just tell us 
with all like again at every level you've coached you know juco the division one division two you're, you're all over the map you know michigan you know louisiana florida tell me about the recruiting process and and what you can do with with players that want to take that next step the 14 15 16 17 year old girls that are like hey coach ben how do i get to the next step what would you tell them and and and, and if you can just go ahead and tell us how how they can contact you to get your help you know, honestly, I don't. I, I help everybody, and it's, it's. It. I know that college sports prep employs me to do it, but I. It's one of those things that just if someone wants to play at college, because I was at that end of it for so long as a recruiting coordinator or as a head coach, it doesn't matter where. There is no perfect formula. There is no. This is going to work for everybody. One uh-huh. coach wants to see a bunch of hitting. This coach wants to see more serving. This coach wants to see more passing. Some coaches want to see full clips. Some coaches want to see. Uh, recruiting videos that are back and forth. So my job in that whole process is to mentor kids, to be able to understand the biggest thing a college coach wants to do is hear from the kid. They don't want to hear from me, even as a recruiting coordinator, they don't want to hear from uh, their high school coach. They don't want to hear from their club coach, to be honest, they want to hear from the kid first. So mentor mentoring young kids, how to, and their parents, how to uh, talk to people. How do I send out those emails? Who should I be sending out those emails to and learning how to be real with it. One of the benefits of having me in this role here at the club, because you just said, like, I've coached at 10, 11 different institutions now. I've met all these people all over the country and built relationships and friendships with those people. So if I'm going to go on a job interview anywhere, they're going to check my references. And if they know your reference, it's even better because I, I, I can be flat out honest with them. So if they can yeah. call up and say to me, like, hey, is, can this kid really play for you? Uh, the Baylor assistant coach a couple of years ago was down the head coach at SMU, and she called me about a kid who had, had sent an email to me, and I was like, um, as a walk-on only. She's a great kid. She's incredible. She doesn't she doesn't jump at high enough to play at that level, but I can go back and talk to her later and be like, okay, so this is a little shooting for the stars. Let's be re- a little bit more realistic. Maybe McNeese is the right place for you. Maybe this level of play. So being having coached at all of them, yeah, having you coached can- at the Division ones, I've got a a key insight to what it takes to be there. And I can be, some people don't want to hear it. Some people hate hearing, ah, your daughter's not good enough to play that school. And some people love hearing it. They want, they want the, the brutal honesty point. Oh God. Yeah. I, I would think that the latter as a parent, you know, that, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to guide your, your, your daughter in that right direction, but you want a, a realistic, um, take on you know what level that that player should be should be gunning for so i think that right. would be great you know hey, and, and if, look if anybody's ever been to a, a cajun elite tournament over there at their gym they're going to see coach ben's dog and most <laughs> probably the most well-behaved uh dog now i have a dog now the first time in 55 years in our life he's just chilling right over here but tell me about your dog i mean everybody's she's, a, cajun she's elite awesome yeah. yeah, Champagne is technically a therapy dog. Her job is to go visit kids at the hospital. So if kids are sick at the hospital, we bring a tennis ball in, and she will do thousands of tricks for hours on end just so that uh, <laughs> just so that you'll play with her with a tennis ball. It's pretty funny to watch. So that is good stuff. That is good stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick about recruiting. I, I remember coming over to and, and again with your relationships with the college coaches. You bring in college coaches. Uh, I remember you you would text me. Uh, yeah. You know, hey, we're you know tell your you know daughter's teammates that we have all these coach college coaches coming into the Cajun Elite Gym. And I remember we came over for um, 
Jesse Ortiz, who had just taken over the South Alabama program. Yep. And, and I, I believe a Cajun elite, and I'm not 100% positive, but a Cajun elite, um, uh, one of your players has signed with South yep. Alabama. And, you know, that is, again, you know, that's 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 the proof of performance right there, Absolutely. stuff like that. It's that even then, the, the, the college coaches camps aren't about Cajun elites, as weird as that sounds. I'm going to provide the opportunity for anybody who wills and walk in the door to be able to be exposed to a different style of coaching. So we had, we actually have more, I think at some of those college coaches kids, we have more kids that aren't a part of our club that are part of other clubs. Like even kids who come from Baton Rouge came from Natchitoches from all over the place, just to be exposed to something different. If I can improve anybody, I just want those kids to be exposed to something different. And it was awesome for us to have those different philosophies, different thought processes, different people in the gym, just to speak life and to coach our kids yeah. It, it, it make make us better, help us to learn something. Because you alluded to it earlier, every parent, your kid tunes you out sometimes. Every yeah. kid, they're going to tune us out at some point. But they might hear it heard slightly different from somebody else. Just that, it, it's saying the same thing, just slightly different, worded a different way. Might have yeah. a better relationship with this person. And the fact that I've got 20 coaches to do that on a daily basis it's the same model bringing in those college coaches. Hopefully they're teaching, they're teaching volleyball. Hopefully they're teaching similar stuff, but it doesn't matter. Even if they're teaching something drastically different than what we teach. I love it because it gives a, a comparison model and something else to go after. If anyone was at the Cajun Dome for this past uh, November's high school state championships, division one, all the way through five, mm -hmm. started in the morning with the country day and uh, Westminster Christian, all the way up to division one, Mount Carmel and Dominican, you were there um, leading, um, leading the crowd in, in a prayer. And I know Always. Yep. that fellowship of Christian athletes is a big part of, uh, of, of who you are and what you do. And if you can go ahead and tell us a little bit about your, your involvement with fellowship of Christian athletes. No, no technically that's my full-time job. That's what I, that's my passion. That's my driving force. That's what defines me. If I am not using the gifts that God gave me to be able to coach and to coach the best that I can, then I'm, I'm not doing what, what, what he's put me on this earth to go and do. I truly believe someday he's not going to come to me and say, hey, how many kids did you help make your varsity team? Or how many kids you, did you help get in college? He's going to say to me, okay, I put average of 1,500 kids in front of you a year. Did you tell me about tell them about you? Did I tell them about God? So I, I truly believe that's a driving force, and it gives me a platform to be able to go and do that. So we, we share scripture or verse or something a lot in practices or anything else. But as part of the Cajun Dome, again, that was an awesome display of volleyball. Absolutely yeah. incredible. But yeah, to, it was. to be able to it pray, was. to honor, to be able to pray over those games, I, I can truly say that's an honor. To be able to pray before every one of those games was just awesome. Be involved in those people who just want to see volleyball succeed. It was really cool. Well, and it was so emotional too, because obviously the the yeah, horrific with the tallest tragedy family, yeah. uh, with the tallest family the the night before, and just the shell shock of everyone that. And again, when you're at a you know the volleyball community, and you know this hundred times more than I do, how tight knit it is. Yeah. And whether it's club and high school, you're playing with the with or against some of the same people, and you and then and then in a tournament like that. You know, you're, you, you know, you're with those people for three straight days of 12 hour days. You're there all day. So you, and then when some, some, something terrible happens to, to one of what you consider one of your own, Absolutely. everyone feels it. And I, you know, I heard that, that, you know, the, you know, 
the moment of silence that she did for mm-hmm. all five divisions. And each one was emotional. And you could get to see people tearing up. And uh, especially, obviously, for, you know, Pope John Paul's appearance in, in Division Four. You know, it was it was as emotional of a, of a volleyball scene that I've seen, you know, in, in, in my time. Anyway. Uh, Coach Danny, what he has done for our community and how much he has done for the sport of volleyball and how much he loves his kids and everything he's done, literally, it's, it's incredible. We've had some great battles, some great spats. He's so We're both ultra-competitive on the sideline. I love that. But even this weekend, we're in Austin. I went and sat and watched his team play. I watched his son play as well. He came over and watched our team a little bit. And we sat down and had a good hour-long discussion just about, about life and about what truly matters and relationship with Christ and his family. I mean, it's a, that, that stuff is way more important than volleyball, as weird as that sounds, coming from a volleyball coach. But, uh, yeah, it's it, the impact that we all have on each other we're here for kids. We're here to make sure that we, we can make us better volleyball players, but hopefully make us better people in the process because that's way more important. So No question. No question. Well put. I guess on the way out, Coach Ben, if you can, I'm just going to give you an open mic. You know, just let people know um, what you want them to know about Cajun Elite, your program that you and Coach Lori and, uh, you know, all the good folks at Cajun Elite have developed there. And, um, and, and what's next for you and, uh, and, and, and to let people know to look out for those, those college clinics that come up through in the spring and the summer months. And the college clinics will be huge coming up in the spring. There'll be so much fun. Uh, we're we're going to put on an FCA camp again uh, this summer, FCA volleyball camp, and maybe even an FCA team camp just to work on the discipleship process of it well. But what we're doing here at Cajun Elite, it's not about me. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. I've got a staff here that I think is incredible. And literally, it, 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 I can sit back at times and just watch them coach and learn from some of them, learn from, it doesn't matter, from, even some of our college kids that are coaching. Lauren Hill walked in the gym last night and brought this, she's one of the outsides for UL, brought this energy about her courts and just watching her court take off last night. I literally had this little gleam. I was like, oh man, they're really getting after it today. And just, it, it was, it was, it was just really neat to see. So I love what we're doing here. It's not for everybody. It's a it, it's a it's a high energy, super competitive, in your face environment sometimes, and and it, it, it I love it, but it's a, it, it's a it, it's a, it takes a, a little bit of an acquired taste at times. But <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. I I I, uh, <laughs> I admire it. Let's just put it that way. And if if you would please say hi to Coach Whalen, Coach Terry, Coach Meredith, and all Absolutely. the good folks there. And uh, Thanks so much for your time, continued success, and I'm sure we'll bump into you uh, at a tournament here sometime real soon. I can only hope, sir. You got it. All right, that's Coach Ben Cazetta over there with Cajun Elite. It's time for us to take our first break here on Digging It, but don't go anywhere. A very new concept that has come to Louisiana Volleyball, we're going to talk about 2D Volleyball. What's that? Well, we've got the guy who's going to tell you all about it after this timeout. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Farm Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Melanson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. 
Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport, the Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to the Digging It podcast brought to you by Farm Bureau, St. Charles, St. John Parish, as well as the Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan. I'm Eric Ritchie, and I have been intrigued with this next guest for the last several weeks, several months, really. Um, if you've noticed on any kind of social media, whether you're you know a big fan of Instagram or Facebook, you're going to find this new new volleyball entity called 2D, uh, as in David, 2D Volleyball. And they've got beach tournaments, they've got indoor tournaments, club tournaments, and um, they do a wonderful job posting video and highlighting their athletes. So I reached out and I wanted to find out more. So we're going to go to Ruston, Louisiana now and bring in our next guest. We're talking about Reese Altman. Reese, Man, you have done something great. You've you've increased the sport of volleyball in the state of Louisiana, even more so on the northern side. Of, you know, I know you went to West Monroe, Louisiana Tech grad, but thank you on behalf of everyone in Louisiana for bringing us more volleyball. Welcome to the show, and how are things going for you starting off 2D Volleyball? Hey, Eric, I really appreciate you having me on. We uh, we had our first tournament this past weekend, and I'm just going to say this. It couldn't go any better than I imagined. Uh, there's, for people that never hosted a tournament, there's a lot that goes on behind the <laughs> scenes. Um, and for our first tournament, having 36 teams, it's very gracious, very blessed that we were able to have the event down in Lafayette. And uh, our goal is just to grow the game of volleyball in Louisiana. I mean, up here in North Louisiana, it's starting to – it's starting to really kick in. Rustin, Lucy Hunt has Rustin doing really good. Coach Carey over at Natchez Central is rolling. Uh, but it's really good to see the game of volleyball growing here in North Louisiana and in South Louisiana. So we're just excited to come in and just continue to grow the game. Well, tell us, uh, I guess, the concept. You know, take us from square one. Uh, you got the logo uh, well represented on the hat there, looking sweet. The 2D, tell us the acronym. Tell us what's behind 2D. You know, how you came up with the idea and, and, and what's, what, what's your ultimate goal? Sure. So 2D Sports um, is the name. We actually started about 10 years ago. Um, our owners uh, started as a baseball tournament company. So a lot of volleyball yes. players, they may have older, younger brothers that played in a lot of our youth baseball tournaments or high school baseball tournaments. We do a lot of uh, recruiting for high school baseball. Um, but I came into 2D in 2020. The best, way to, the best way to put it is I literally started right when COVID hit. So I got hired for two days as their marketing manager, and they're like, hey, we're going to have to let you go because COVID. But <laughs> I, I, as a college kid, I'm like, I need that money. But then I understand the same point, what we went through. But I've been with them ever since. Um, been their social media marketing, so I'm sure you've kind of seen the baseball side of things. But yes, yes. Uh, my fiance, uh, we're actually getting married in June. Congratulations! Uh, volleyball, thank you, thank you. Play volleyball at West Monroe. She helped start the program, and as I went to watch her play for two or three years, I'm like, man, I love volleyball. Like this is so much fun to watch. And so when I got to Tech, I joined the uh, men's club team. 
And then I started to ref high school volleyball because my dad, um, my dad actually referees college football. And so he's been, he's been, I've been in the ref game for a while. I was like, man, I would love to ref high school volleyball. Um, And so while doing that and while doing social media for 2D, um, I was approached, we were approached about doing volleyball. I'm hosting some volleyball events since it's starting to grow. And so early this early in 2022, we discussed it, got together about mid-September, like, let's do it. And so uh, we we came out with six events this year and just hosted our first one last year. Um, It could have gone any better. I'm thankful for everyone that came and played. That is excellent. So I want to backtrack here. We need to zero in on the fiance a little bit more. Let's hear (laughs) what is her name. And she's the one you said that helped start things over at West Monroe. Yes, her name's Vivian Garvin, and she is my wheelhouse. She she encouraged me. She was with me all weekend, um, just encouraging me, pushing me to learn and grow the game. And we uh, we play on every intramural team together. We play pickup in the backyard. Like she she's she's a, she's a uh, credited for a lot of the success and a lot of the passion to keep driving the game and keep wanting to grow the game together. She's actually uh, assistant head coach at Downsville Charter, which is a uh, class B school up here in uh, the Ruston area. Um, She helped start that program. So she's all in as well of helping grow the game of volleyball in North Louisiana, um, which is awesome, which is what we need. No, that's fantastic. And, and, you know, during this Digging It podcast, you know, this is episode 11, you know, throughout the high school and the fall winter season, uh, we had college coaches on and um, Tanya Johnson, uh, the LSU head coach, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things when I asked her about kind of the state of volleyball, uh, no pun intended, you know, in, in Louisiana, you know, she immediately pointed to the the increase in you know quality of play in the northern part of the state as a big reason why Louisiana volleyball is growing as a whole so so you're certainly on to something and you alluded to your first tournament aces in Acadiana you said it couldn't have gone any much better we've got some video I want to show that video and you know it looked like you had some great teams there some some quality athletes tell us a little bit about the tournament and um and 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 uh, you know who was there and tell us a little bit about some of the video we're about to see sure so what we what we're offering the clubs is i mean it's going to be uh same tournament 10 sets guaranteed pool play bracket play but what we also offer is our social media coverage and recruiting coverage um you can see here we have videographers at every single court getting videos of like top kills top aces some of the top players some great libero play as well um, and with that, what we do with that video is it's another uh, outlet for players to be recruited on. Um, we gain film throughout the entire weekend, make cool montages like this for free for teams and players that come play in our events. And it's just another way for girls to get more film to be recruited. Um, as we continue to grow, we'll continue to build our coach or coaching database so that coaches will follow us and follow along with these great players. Um, and also something we cool, something cool we do for each game is we choose a player of the game. Uh, we want to make sure these girls get spotlighted for their success on the court. Uh, we want to make sure that these clubs get um, exposure for playing our tournaments. Um, so our, our goal is to make sure when you come play with us, you're not just going to play three games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, and go home. We want to make sure that it's a quality event. So logistics are ran right. But also we want to make sure we promote and we give back to the clubs um, that give their time um, and financials to us. Um, we want to make sure these players get seen because um, there's a lot, there's 
there's a lot of ways to get recruited nowadays and social media is definitely one of those. And so that's something we're bringing from our baseball side that we do really well. That's not really seen on the volleyball side. Um, and so we had five courts, 36 teams, social media, every single one of them, even for the 12 and 13 year olds, all the way up to the 18 year olds. They absolutely loved it. The parents loved it. Um, if, if you want to go check out some, it's on our Facebook and Instagram, it's all over there. Um, and just see what we're doing and see how we're, we're giving back the clubs and how we're investing time back into the clubs that do so with us. And, and go ahead and give it the handles if they're looking for 2D. Is sure. it just 2D volley? I, I know we VSN follows you, but go ahead and, and shout out for people that want to check it out because I, I love it. I, I actually saw it first at the high school state tournament. You were putting up highlights and, into you know, kind of highlighting players and great kills and that type of stuff. Go ahead and tell us uh, how people can follow you guys. Sure. So on Facebook, it's 2D Sports Volleyball. And on Instagram, it's 2D underscore sports VB. Same as Twitter as well. Got it. Got it. I'm putting you on the spot here. We saw some of the video, but can you remember some of the names of the, the some of the top teams uh, that, that were real successful in your first tournament or or even some of the players, that one player of the game or somebody that stood out? Sure. The highlights that we just saw, the, the first girl was just dominating with kills. You had a great setter dump there. You know, go ahead and give some players names or some some clubs names that uh, that, that participated in, and did well this weekend that deserve some extra love. Yeah, absolutely. So that first girl was Zoe Jarvis from Southern Premier. Uh, she's a 2024 grad from uh, Scotlandville. The next girl was uh, Lila Dominique from Diamond Elite. Uh, she plays over at Terrebonne. Um, and Di- Diamond Elite actually had a really good weekend. All four of their teams were either champions or runner-up in the gold bracket this weekend. Um, they did a really good, um, really good weekend. Uh, the Cadian Juniors Red 15 team, they had two really good players, Lyra Gauthier from uh, Westminster and Reese Brazo also had a really good weekend. They're both 2026 grads. Um, but we had great teams. I mean, I can shout out a few teams, Level Up Starlings, I-10 Aces. We also had Southern Premier brought all their teams, the Sunsetters over up in Appaloosas, Appaloosas, excuse me. Um, Let's see. We also have Royal Diggs. We also had Revive from North Louisiana. Um, I'm going to leave someone out. So that's okay. Uh, no, I, I, look, look, you did good. You highlighted. That's yeah. what I want too. I want you know this kind of the same philosophy. You know, all this recruiting and other sports, and you know, obviously the you know the boys sports and football, obviously basketball, baseball. You know, let's put names to these highlights and you know and and highlight these players, highlight these clubs. That's why we're going to. We're going to do digging it, you know, Reese, all, all spring and summer is to keep going with the club volleyball players because there's yeah. <clears throat> it's such a, a popular sport. And as you said, you got the bug and, you know, <clears throat> you know, you're 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 inspired by your your fiance. You know, I'm inspired by my daughter, you know, and just, you know, taking her to these club tournaments and, you know, high school volleyball at Mount Carmel and now beach volleyball. And let's talk about that because you're not just indoor. You're headed over to Lafayette. You're going to be putting on some juniors tournament at at, uh, South Beach. Tell us a little bit about 2D volleyball's involvement with beach volleyball. Yes. So what we're bringing to the club scene is what we're bringing to the beach scene. We, uh, Nikki Fontenot over at South Beach and Lake Charles is, if you haven't met them or if you haven't been to their facility, it is state of the art. It is awesome. It is nine premier sand courts. Got a bar and grill right in front of the championship court. 
and it's going to be probably one of the coolest atmospheres. I'm that's probably what I'm most excited for is the the beach events compared to the club events because it's just such a cool atmosphere. Parents have their lounge chairs out. You can watch the big game on the TV right behind you, and you're just it's you feel like you're at the beach there in South Beach, and so. We're hosting uh, one junior doubles beach event every month starting in April. Um, and I'm so excited for uh, starting that competitive scene as well. Um, age groups range from 12 to 18U. It's doubles for both girls and guys. Um, I'm really trying to get push some guy uh, events here in Louisiana because that's something that's starting to grow as well. Um, and so that's, that's something I'm super excited for is our beach events. Um, we do, we'll do the same social media coverage for those. Um, and we're just really excited to uh, get some more players and come over to South Beach and Lake Charles, which I think a lot of people are excited to come over there um, this season. Look, I'm, I'm scrambling while you were giving that answer. I'm looking at when our club tournaments are in April. So I, I want to see if we can make your, your April tournament. I'm going to register Emma in the 16 U's right now. Awesome. What, what is, what date is it? What date is it? That's going to be so, the key. Uh, April 22nd. Yes, we're good. You, we're good. We got, go. we got, we got, we're in a tournament in fully uh, April 1st and 2nd. And we're actually at the uh, Lone Star Classic 14th through the 16th, but we are free the 20, what was it? 22nd, April 22nd. Put, put down Emma Ritchie and we're going to find a partner and, and, and we're you. coming over there, man. That is awesome. Good stuff. And that's like you said, this is the first of five beach tournaments that are coming up uh, one per month. Uh, again, at South beach in, in Lake Charles. Tell me what's the next event indoor for the club volleyball scene. And uh, tell us about if there's a club coach director that is listening right now and says, you know what? I need to get our club involved with some of this. You know, we need to, we need to get our players highlighted on social media, a player of the game and, you know, that type stuff. What's next and um, how do people get in touch with you to register for your tournaments? Yeah. So our, our next event is February 18th and 19th in Lake Charles um, on the campus of McNeese. It's called the Lake Charles blast off. Uh, it's $200 a team, 10 cents, 10 sets guaranteed same social media coverage and everything. Um, the easiest way to reach out to me, uh, you can DM us through our social media accounts or you can uh, text or email me, reese at 2dsports.org. I'm, I'm a college kid, so I'm by my phone all the time. So I, my business yep. hours are 24-7, 365. So um, that's the easiest way to reach out to me. I love to talk and love to discuss more. If you have any questions, I, I love to talk. I, I'm blessed that I get to do this for a living. This is my day job. Um, I don't I don't work any other nine to five. So my goal is to make sure these events ran well for clubs that you're taking care of, that if you need anything, I'm always here and always available to answer any questions. Excellent. And that's Reese with a C, R-E-E-C-E, Reese. Um, and yes. give the email address one more time. Reese at 2dsports.org. Excellent. Are you involved with baseball still, with 2D baseball? Yes, I do. I do some a little. Um, I do a lot of more of the social media managing side. So it's pretty cool how the whole process works. We have we pretty much hire high school and college kids to come video. So players that may not be playing anymore or want to stay in the game. It's a good weekend job. It's a really good weekend job. We pay well. Um, and so they take videos and then we have someone back home posting those videos. And so I just make sure I oversee all those people um, as they post throughout the weekend, making sure that we're spotlighting the top players, um, just making sure everything goes well. But I am involved on the baseball side, yes, which if you haven't 
if you're not really familiar with our baseball side, it's pretty cool what we have going on over there as well. Well, you know that <clears throat> that uh, 2019 East Bank uh, Jefferson Parish mm-hmm. All-Star team that won the Little League World Series, you know, the Reese Roussels, Ryan Dara, yeah. all those guys, um, <clears throat> you know, they're all – sophomores in in high school now so Mm -hmm. you know we're we're following those guys real closely i know reese goes to brother martin along with with ryan um at lutcher is one of the top players as well as a freshman i think he got district player of the year but um you know i I followed you through through those guys because it's it's interesting to follow those players uh, throughout the year delat is playing over at uh, jesuit Mm -hmm. but all those guys are, are playing and i know uh, it, it's fun for people to, to look back because if you go on Twitter and you just put in Reese Roussel, the like when when he went 17 for 21 in the World yep. Series, Little League World Series, people were ready to sign him to LSU and like <laughs> Yankees fans, yeah. Mets fans were like, right now, I need him batting second for us. But um, it, yeah. it's so much fun following those guys throughout the years. And Ryan Dara has you know grown and to be a stud. You know, all those guys, great, great players. But um, let's let's end it with volleyball. And um, I guess just something that you want, I guess, more philosophy wise for people to know about 2D volleyball. And as you kind of make your way upon the scene and start these tournaments for the first year, you know, what do you want these these players to know and these club directors to know about getting involved in your tournaments, whether it's the club scene in the indoor or these these five awesome beach juniors tournaments you got coming up uh, starting in April? Yeah, the main thing I want people to know is that um, even though we're not associated with USAV or AAU, we're not, we're not here to change the game. Volleyball has been around for hundreds and thousands of years. We're, we're not here to change the game. What, what we're bringing different to the table is that we want to give the best experience for clubs, parents, and players. We want to make sure that when, comes come, when clubs come play with us, I'm going to be sure I meet every coach. I'm going to be sure I meet every club director and that you have my number and that you can contact me anytime. If you have any questions, I'll answer. If you want to go get dinner or something, I'd be happy to do so. Uh, for parents and players, I want you to know that since you are giving your time and your weekend to come play volleyball and invest in your players and invest in the club that train you, we're going to give back to you as well. We're going to give back in the social media recruiting side. We're going to be sure to spotlight your players. We're going to be sure to take care of your players. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Reese Roussel whenever they're younger coming up now. That's that's our goal for the social media is that we identify players when they're maybe seventh or eighth graders and make sure we get videos on them and follow them throughout their entire career as they progress in juniors and seniors so that we can we're not going to be the sole reason why they commit, but we want to make sure that we provide parents and players the free access to get videos on them to help them along their recruiting journey. Um, Cause it's hard, it's long, it's difficult. And it's a lot of, a lot of tough decisions you have to make, but we want to make sure we, we help uh, in that process to do that. And so that's, that's our goal. We want to make sure we touch everybody differently at every level. Uh, we want to make sure we're there for clubs and there for parents as well. Well, Reese, you're off to a great start, young man. We're certainly proud of you and the efforts that you guys have done, and we wish you continued success. I just told you, lock us in for that first beach volleyball <laughs> tournament for sure, and um, just just keep doing what you do, and hopefully we'll we'll check back in with you in a couple months and see how everything is going, and you, by all means, reach out to us if there's anything that VSN can do to help you along as well. Absolutely. I really appreciate it, Eric. 
You got it. You got it. Thanks so much. That's Reese Altman. Again, 2D Volleyball. Check him out and check out what they're doing uh, to highlight local players and clubs on the volleyball scene. And obviously, as we said as well, they've been doing it on the baseball side uh, very well uh, uh, for years as well. So it's time for our final break. As we do each and every week when we return, we're going to tell you about what's coming up on VSN. And we've got a ton to talk about even some college baseball. We'll fill you in with the details after this. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Farm Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Melanson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. All right, back to wrap up, digging it, and tell you about a big week that we have coming up for you, VSN live streaming events, and we're going to talk start on Thursday, girls soccer, Sacred Heart. It'll be senior night. Uh, they'll be taking on Country Day. Friday, also senior night for both the Newman girls and boys soccer teams versus Willow. Thursday, a great Catholic League girls basketball game. We'll be live streaming John Curtis and Dominican. And on Friday, you are not – Miss Reading, it's college baseball. Loyola has a three-game set with Freed Hardman University, and we're going to talk baseball. Live streaming Loyola College Baseball. Again, VSN, the home of Loyola Wolfpack Athletics, a very proud home, and we uh, cannot wait to get our baseball coverage underway. So that will do it for another episode of Digging It. I'm Eric Ritchie. want to thank both of our guests, of course, Ben Cazetta, as well as Reese Altman from 2D Sports. Our director is Justin Thomas. I'm Eric Ritchie saying so long. Thanks for watching, and hopefully we'll see you at a volleyball tournament real soon.